Well, good morning. Welcome to the Wealth Guardians radio show. I'm Doug Ray. we got Bryce here as usual. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Doug. Well, most of you folks out there who are either retired or contemplating retiring, you probably started your career somewhere in the mid-70s to early 80s. And you know, since 1980, we've had six bear markets and six bull markets. In 1980, the Dow was around 2,500, and now it's around 23,000. So through all of that, you soldiered on, you did your thing through your career, uh, but now we're living in absolutely unprecedented times, and never before has the entire world economy been shut down like it has now. And most of you folks that are still working, you've been out of work, many of you have been furloughed and, and laid off, and if you haven't, I'm sure you know somebody who, who has been furloughed and laid off. And But, you know, the government's pulling out all the stops. Uh, small businesses are supposedly getting the payroll protection program. Airlines are getting bailed out. Uh, you know, interesting story there. My next-door neighbor is, uh, he, right now, he's the most senior captain American has because he has to retire in August. But he flies the biggest plane they got, the A330. American Airlines. Yep. Okay. And that plane can hold, th- I think, 380 people. Well, he flies internationally, but obviously that's not happening. So he got a flight a couple weeks ago down to Puerto Rico. He took 36 people down and six people back. So he put all six in first class, and they still had enough room to socially distance themselves. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, So, yeah, the government's doing what they can do. And, you know, uh, Goldman Sachs came out this week, and and they said it's unlikely because of government action that we're going to see another low made. So let's talk about this. Since we are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, what does turning on the economy look like? They're talking about this now. Tell us about what how how a economic recovery typically happens coming out of a severe recession. Well, typically, you've got a couple of different types of uh, recoveries that you can have, and but people have heard the the different names now on the news. The president's referring to them. You've basically got your U-shaped recoveries. You've got a V-shaped recovery, and you've got an L-shaped recovery. So if we want to talk, let's talk about the first one, the V-shaped recovery. This would be an extreme. This is what uh, President Trump is promoting, is really keeping his fingers crossed. And, of course, we'd all love to see that as well. And the last time that we had a V-shaped recovery, though, was 1953. And that means that what that basically means is we've already seen the first part of the V drop and hopefully we've seen the whole thing though I'm not I'm not sure about that but it goes more or less straight down really quickly and Doug you've used this phrase that uh, bear markets take the elevator and uh, bull markets take the uh, stairs mm, so true yeah so this is imagining you're taking the elevator down but then you take the elevator back up but I think and you I think you agree Doug there's there's going to have been too much damage, not just in the U.S. Remember, this isn't just affecting us. This is affecting the whole world, the whole world economy here. And I don't think that that damage is going to allow for us to have a V-shaped recovery. Totally agree, Bryce. I'd love to see it happen. I'd love for us all to bounce back next month and everything be hunky-dory, but I just can't see it happening. I I don't don't as well. Uh, I mean, I don't know how long it's going to take them to get the toilet paper all back on the (laughs) shelf. So until that happens, it's not a V-shaped recovery in my book. So the next less likely would be an L-shaped recovery. Now, that's where you take the elevator down, and then it's 
a very slow walk back up. And the last time that we technically had an L-shaped recovery was the Great Depression. And that's the stock market topped in 1929. It took 25 years to get back to those 1929 highs. So it wasn't until 1954 before the Dow got back. We certainly don't want that. And I don't, you don't either believe that that's what's going to happen. I, I can't imagine that happening no, uh, this time around. There's too many things built into the system, I think, to, for that to happen. So the most probable type of recovery then is what's called a U-shaped type of recession. And now since we go back to 1945, about half of our recessions that we've had have actually been U-shaped. And again, the reason that that happens is you take, a, you take it down quickly. You don't turn right back around on a dime. You're going to bottom out for a little bit, and it's going to be a little bit of a curve. The, the bottoming out is going to be a curve, and then the recovery is going to be a slow curve. But then things will really start recovering quickly. Hiring will start happening again. Buying will start happening again. Vacations will start happening again. That is a very good possibility. But how long are you bottoming out? You know, is it a wide recovery or is it just a couple of weeks or a couple of months or is it a couple of years before it really starts turning back around? And Doug, we were talking about this before the show during the 2008 uh, Great Recession. Uh, that was technically a U-shaped re- recession, a U-shaped recovery. But that was a number of years that we were kind mm-hmm. of on the bottom there before we really started seeing the uh, the incline again. What are your thoughts on on this one? Is it going to be that long, or is it going to be faster than that? I think it's going to be faster. I don't think it's going to be that long. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Bryce. I mean, that took four or five years to get back to uh, uh, its previous highs. I think we do this one in maybe two, three quarters. Okay. I'd love to see things just humming like they were by the fourth quarter. Okay. I can't imagine that we can get it all going by the third quarter, but you know, to me it just seems – and this is a guess. All it is is a guess. But I think the fourth quarter of this year, first quarter of next year, just seems right to me. Well, I'm going to throw in there that I really do think it depends on when that um, vaccine comes into play. If mm-hmm. we don't see a vaccine come into play, I'm not as optimistic as you are about fourth quarter. I think that's when the, these types of viruses rear their head again. And if we've slowly started unsocial distancing or what would you call it, social closening, getting back <laughs> yeah. together, if, uh, if winter comes around again and they haven't got that vaccine out there, I think we're going to see us have to redo these measures to a certain degree. And I don't think the, we're going to see a real recovery until after that vaccine comes back into play. Hey, folks, listen, Bryce and I are really passionate about helping people in the triad become well-prepared for retirement. So as we do each week on this radio show, we want to invite you to call us or go online to secure a complimentary financial review with our team. And we want to challenge you to take the action and do it right now. And not because we're trying to be pushy, but it's kind of our first step in coaching you to be in a better financial place. I know from years of experience, and Doug's got years and years and years of experience, (laughs) that those who procrastinate make the most mistakes and they regret not taking action sooner. So take that first step, get a full-blown financial plan, One's going to get you to and through retirement by calling 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. Or go online to thewealthguardians.com and just click that blue button. During our review, we're going to help you figure out all the elements of your financial plan. For example, we'll help you pick the right Social Security strategy. 
We'll make sure your plan is built to weather rising inflation and taxes, and we'll make sure you have the right income plan to place, maintain your lifestyle throughout your retirement years. You know, our process is comprehensive, but it isn't difficult. The hardest part is right now. It's getting off the porch, picking up the phone, and giving us a call for your complimentary financial review. We look forward to visiting with you, actually. And you just give us a call, 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. Or get your free second opinion review online at The Wealth Guardians. Dot com and you just click the blue button. Uh, we're getting closer to our break, Doug, so I'm going to go ahead and throw out our trivia question. Oh, you got the another break. good one, I think. I, I got a trivia question this time. So I'm not a huge baseball fan. I'm, my love is the NFL. But I've started to wonder, is the NFL going to happen like we normally expect it to happen. Bite I was, your tongue. I'm, I know. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I'm, this is the Broncos year. We I lost the Masters. I can't, I can't even say that with a straight face. It's the Broncos year. No. So thinking about baseball, I'm starting to wonder, is there going to be a full season this year? Is there going to be any season? Is there going to be a World Series? And for you baseball fans out there, I know I, I, I don't want to upset you, but let's just throw this trivia question out there. If there wasn't a World Series this year, when was the last time that there wasn't a World Series? Well, I'm going to give you that answer because you guys know this. The last time that there wasn't a World Series was 1994 due to the MLB strike. So the actual trivia question is before 1994, when was the last time that there wasn't a World Series? There has been one other time where there wasn't a World Series. When was that? Well, we're going to have that answer for you when we come back from the break We've got to let this retirement process play out just like it always has in the planning process. You can't just put everything on hold because of the social distancing and whatnot. We've got to keep doing our due diligence and plan for retirement as if it was going to happen like it normally would. And we can throw different aspects into there to see. Folks, we'll be right back after this break. And welcome back to the Wealth Guardians Radio Show. I'm Bryce Payne. We've got Doug Ray sitting here beside me as well. Thank you for sticking around through the break. And I know why you stuck around. Not only because you want to hear more about retirement planning, but because you want to know the answer to that trivia question. So I pondered if sporting events don't get back as soon as we would like, which was yesterday for me, and that affects the upcoming MLB season to the degree that they don't have a World Series. I'm sorry, don't, I'm not bringing bad news. I'm just saying what if. Well, we know that the last time that a World Series didn't happen was 1994 due to a Major League Baseball strike. So my question was, when was the last time before that that there was not a World Series, that a World Series was not held? And I didn't know the answer to this. I'll be honest with you. I had to look it up. It's not like I was... Uh, I'll give you a clue. It's not like I was around for this. Well, Bryce, like you, I'm not a huge baseball fan, so I didn't even realize in 94 we didn't have a World Series. Well, I knew that one. I, I, I was aware of that one. But, uh, yeah, Doug and I both favor the, uh, the pigskin a little bit. But here we go. The last time that there was not a World Series, aside from 1994, was 1904. The World Series between the American League, the Boston Americans, now we know them as the Boston Red Sox, and the New York Giants, we now know them as the San Francisco Giants. The reason that it didn't happen is the funny story here, though. The National League considered itself superior to the American League. They considered themselves to be the major league, and they considered the American League to be the minor league. 
Well, on top of that, there was some personal animosity between the Giants manager, John McGraw, and the American League president, Ban Johnson. And as a result of that animosity, the Giants simply folded their arms and said, we refuse to play you guys. It is beneath us to have to play the American League. And we're just not going to do it. We're already the champions because we won the National League championship, and that's all there is to it. Well, I love that story. (laughs) Just that you could go and cancel World Series because you don't like somebody or because you're thinking down so lowly of the the minor leagues. All right, folks, we're going to get to our questions of the month now from our listeners. So, Doug, here we go. This is Lorraine from Statesville. And she says, uh, I hear your offer for a second opinion, but I have lost so much. How could I possibly make a change now? That's a good question. It is. And that's, I'm sure she's not alone in that sentiment either. No, but, you know, if you get the second opinion, at least you're armed with education to determine whether you want to make a change or not. Maybe your answer is you don't make a change, but then maybe the answer is, yeah, you you need to make a change. And and here's why I say that. You know, the way we plan retirement um, for for our folks is we make sure we have the bottom side protected, the downside. You know, the last thing we want is for our clients to lose 20, 30, 40 percent of their portfolio going into retirement or while they're in retirement. So we do have stop losses and circuit breakers uh, in these portfolios so that uh, you don't lose that, that kind of money. You know, our folks are sitting right now with um, minimal losses relative to, unfortunately, most of you folks. And uh, Bryce and I are pretty happy about that. I think our clients are, too. Yeah, our phone is not ringing off the hook with angry uh, clients by any means. So they are pretty uh, pretty uh, relieved that the, the plans that we got them into have worked as designed, is what we talked to them about. Because the last time we had a bear market to, to stress test our portfolios was 11 years ago. So... In one sense, it's nice to be able to see in real time that this has been working successfully for our clients. And I would add to uh, the answer for Lorraine um, in Statesville is that I know what you're thinking is that if I've taken so many losses, I shouldn't move now. What you're thinking of probably is that age-old buy-and-hold strategy where you mm-hmm. don't sell yep. you don't sell low. Well, if the portfolio that we would have you get into is also on sale prices right now as well. So you're not jumping off a cliff and securing your losses only buying high you're also buying low so you're just moving from low one low platform to another but the ones that we're recommending for you are most likely uh, more protected on the downside for you than where you're currently at but let us show you in person lorraine Uh, reach out to us uh not just uh through the radio show but uh let us do a one-on-one with you as well here in the office or virtually you got nothing to lose it's free it's no cost no obligation as we have been known to say All right. So, Doug, our next question comes from Bill in High Point. Hi, Bill. I was preparing to retire uh, in July 2021, but looking at my 401k now, unfortunately, I don't think I can. What do you suggest? Well, you know, I heard a lot of that uh, kind of talk back in 2008, 2009. And, um, you know, folks came in and and we went through the process and they found out, a lot of them found out that... uh, you know, they could retire. They might have to, you know, pull their belt a little bit tighter than they they once thought. But retirement was still a a possibility. Unfortunately, others found out that they had to work a year or two longer before they could make retirement happy uh, for them. And, 
you know, again, the only way to really know is is to get that second opinion we talk so much about. And uh, we have, Doug, we have some fantastic software that we use with every client that comes in here, our retirement analyzer software, where we've inputted every bit of uh, pertinent financial data that somebody has, and we give them a solid answer on to whether or not they can retire now. So what, Bill, what you're doing right now is you're wondering. You're, and I understand wondering is not, uh, you don't want to wonder about something like this. You want to know about something like this. So even if that answer that you're going to get, if you can't retire right now, well, you probably want to know that. And if you can retire right now or in July of 2021 when you want to, you probably want to know that. You don't want to be stuck in this wondering thing because that's just causing you distress and uneasiness uh, for the next year. So let us put an answer to that question for you. And, you know, you, you'll be able to find out from us if you reach out to us. We'll tell you what to bring in. It's going to be tax statements and uh, financial statements and whatnot. But that's what we need to be able to provide you that answer. And that's what I think would uh, make you feel all the much better in these uh, trying times right now is is knowing that for certain. And no, no doubt about it. And we can do any kind of modeling you want. You know, we can say, what if you what if you did retire today? What if you waited a year? How much money will you have at 82? Right. Will I run out of money at 75? I mean, just about any question can be answered. That's very true. That's a good point, Doug. And and Bill, if you can't retire in July of 2021, well, then your next question is obviously going to be, well, when can I retire? Then if it's not July of 2021, when is that magical date? We can help you put a uh, put a date on that. We can help you figure that out. And that's uh, obviously would be what your follow-up question is. All right. Well, Bill, we appreciate you, uh, you, uh, your question. Thank you very much. And we'll move on now to uh, Judy in Danville. Hi, Judy. Hope you're listening. My mom is 85 and in a long-term care facility with dementia. Sorry to hear that. Uh, she had a substantial portfolio worth over 600000 She has now lost over 120000 of that. I thought her broker was doing a great job until now. I just saw her statement, and the allocation uh, chart on the first page shows she has 75% in various stocks. That seems a bit much. What do you think? Well, that'll certainly explain why you thought that the stockbroker was doing such a good job was because her portfolio has been doing gangbusters for the last so many years. But, uh, Doug, what a lot of people do is they confuse a uh, an upmarketable market with a good broker. Well, you know, the saying goes, a rising tide lifts all ships. You know, I understand that. We see this quite often. The problem is we've had 20-plus years of low interest rates, meaning that the typical fallback safe investment that most seniors would buy would be 6% CDs, 5% CDs, you know, high-grade corporate bonds, treasury bonds, and you just can't get anything close to that. So unfortunately – so many people have had to reach into risk assets to try to get right. an equivalent yield. And I think that's exactly what happened here to your mom's portfolio. Obviously, we don't know, you know the broker, the situation or anything. I don't think there was anything you know, untoward going on behind the scenes there. I just think that you know people were forced to – to try to get uh, riskier assets in the portfolio to get to get more money, and that and that worked for eleven years, and now it doesn't. And, and, and here's the other situation: you probably have a situation where your mom is the income she's getting is is Social Security, yet she's in a facility with dementia. Those costs are going up, as you're probably very well aware of. 
So trying to be able to pay the expenses of that facility and keep ends meet going forced her into a higher risk portfolio than she should be. The quick answer to your question is, yeah, it, I would never have an 85-year-old mother in, in you know, 70-plus percent stocks, especially if I didn't I couldn't control the downside of them. So, hey, you're a perfect example. Somebody needs a second opinion, don't you yeah, think? That's exactly what we want to meet with and uh, show you what we think would be a more appropriate portfolio for them. But, again, uh, I agree with Doug completely that 75 percent – uh, for somebody in their 80s, probably a little bit on the high side. We don't know all the uh, all the answers there, what the uh, advisor's uh, goals were or strategies were, but it certainly seems on the surface of the limited information you've given us, and that's uh, uh, Judy. I'm sorry. Yeah, Judy. It certainly sounds like that's that wasn't appropriate, but uh, yeah. All right, uh, Doug, we're going to move over to uh, Tom of Greensboro now. Hi, Tom. Tom says, I just found out my 401k has a provision that I can roll some or all of the money to an IRA account of my choosing, even though I'm still working with the company. Should I? Ah. And uh, Tom is talking about what is called an in-service rollover. So, Tom, I'm guessing you are at least 59 and a half years old out there. So, happy birthday. Doug? Well, off the cuff, uh, I would say that anybody has that ability, they probably ought to take advantage of it. It just simply gives you more options and more diversification than what your 401k has. But you certainly should explore the possibility of of moving monies out of uh, that 401k. We've seen a lot of times where people can move 100% of their 401k over or they have to move or keep in the plan uh, the company contribution. Folks, an in-service rollover doesn't mean that you're not contributing anymore to your 401k. You That's a are. good point, yes. You're still in it, and, and there, if there's a company match, you're still getting that. All you've done is moved over the bulk of your 401k to an outside IRA to have more investment options and more diversification. And Non-taxable fact, event. In fact, what this does is it allows you to get more aggressive with current contributions because then you can take advantage of dollar cost averaging. So certainly a good question and something everybody ought to think about if they have uh, have that opportunity. Hey, folks, listen, Bryce and I are really passionate about helping people in the triad become well-prepared for retirement. So as we do each week on this radio show, we want to invite you to call us or go online to secure a complimentary financial review with our team. And we want to challenge you to take the action and do it right now and not because we're trying to be pushy but it's kind of our first step in coaching you to be in a better financial place i know from years of experience and doug's got years and years and years of experience (laughs) that those who procrastinate make the most mistakes and they regret not taking action sooner so take that first step get a full-blown financial plan one's going to get you to and through retirement by calling 336-391- 3409, that's 336-391-3409, or go online to thewealthguardians.com and just click that blue button. During our review, we're going to help you figure out all the elements of your financial plan. For example, we'll help you pick the right Social Security strategy. We'll make sure your plan is built to weather rising inflation and taxes, and we'll make sure you have the right income plan to place, maintain your lifestyle throughout your retirement years. You know, our process is comprehensive, but it isn't difficult. The hardest part is right now. It's getting off the porch, 
picking up the phone and giving us a call for your complimentary financial review. We look forward to visiting with you, actually. And you just give us a call at 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. Or get your free second opinion review online at thewealthguardians.com. And you just click the blue button. Well, folks, we're at the end of the show today. Give us a call at 336-391-3409 or go on our website at thewealthguardians.com. Dot com. Take us up on our second opinion. We'd love to talk to you virtually or in the office. And Again, 336-391-3409. Folks, have a safe and happy weekend out there. Take care.